Hey everyone, Jeremy here. Thanks for joining this new segment that I'm calling The Debrief. This is a little bit of audio that we recorded at the end of the session that we posted earlier this week, where we're kind of discussing the future of the game and some different things we want to try. So, I hope you enjoy it. So, uh, that's everything I'd planned for this time around. Um, I have a, uh, a guest player lined up for the next time. Uh, I've got an interesting scenario that I want to play. So, I've got, I'm going to bring someone in for a game or two for you guys to play with. It's, uh, Tobias, so you both know him. Well, I mean, John, you've met him a couple of times, but, uh, I think so, yeah. He was he was at the wedding and all of that. So mm-hmm. uh, okay, sounds good. Um, um, I also wanted you... to ask you guys how uh, uh, how interesting is this game for you guys? Like, is this something that y'all want to keep? Like, what sort of uh, things are y'all personally interested in by continuing to play this game? I mean, I I like the mystery mystery solving elements of it. Um, I do not like the amount level of admin, and I don't know if that's you know our unfamiliarity with the game or um, you know something else. Um, what do you mean by the level of admin? Uh, what have we done for the last thirty minutes? Okay. <laughs> I mean, I don't, I don't, I mean, you know, we had to make some choices. Yeah, but um, you know, I didn't really. I can make a uh, a little handout for home scenes. That way, all of that information I was reading out is available in the uh, right. Uh, I mean, in but the game. I, it's it's not that it's like. I mean, that's something that's necessary. Is like the you know lunar interludes were the part of the amateur zone I liked the least as well. Right. You know, it's just a kind of a necessary element. Um, I mean, I yeah. I mean, I like the mystery solving stuff. I like doing like some of the acting type stuff. Um, I mean, of the, but, but, you know, occasionally we like, you know, hit a roadblock and Mm -hmm. you're probably hinting at something that we should have been paying attention to, but I I feel like I'm not really picking up on those hints um, sometimes, which is a little frustrating. Yeah. I've kind of thought about that over the past couple of days, especially like last week or whenever it was when I was on vacation and, you know, blasted out a bunch of uh, audio. Uh, and like, there was times when like you guys were spinning your wheels and I could tell you were kind of frustrated by that. Um, I want to think of a way to like, for like to kind of help you guys out with that when your feet, when you feel like you're spinning your wheels, um, maybe a clear, a clearer way of you guys communicating it. Cause sometimes like when I'm in the moment, like I was like, oh, you guys are talking it out and trying to figure it out. And then when I'm listening back to it, I'm like, oh, they're actually really frustrated that, you know, like, for instance, whenever I'm asking you what you want to do, it's because I don't want you guys to feel like I'm trying to railroad you during a particular way. And sometimes y'all don't want that. Y'all want to get to a particular place. 
And then if the situation changes, ask you what you want to do, and y'all still want to do the same thing. So well, and two, um, uh, like for example, just now with Esme, with Esme as my character, you say, "What are you going to do?" And I respond, and you don't like that answer, so you ask me again or give me a different option, and that gets very frustrating. Or if my answer is, I'm going to wait until this thing happens so I can see what happens, and you think that's boring, or it's not giving you enough time on your on our, our playtime or whatever, and you want more content from me, so you ask again instead of saying, well, that's boring, just go ahead and tell me, like, hey, don't just, don't just do this, here's some other things you could do, or whatever. But when you ask over and over again what we're doing, when we've already answered that question, for me especially, it gets very frustrating. Yeah. So I know, like, in the Adventure Zone, like, Griffin, like, he's sarcastic, you know, sometimes. When, you know, a character, someone says they want to do something that you think isn't really, he doesn't really think is sort of, like, grasping the situation. Like, you have the right to, like, be not serious if you think yeah. That like we're not noticing something, or 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 you know we're 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 doing something that seems ludicrous. And you've done that a few times. I'll be like, I want to do this, and you're like, so you're gonna walk over this dead body to get there. I'm like, oh right, there's a dead body. Um, <laughs> you you can do that, Jeremy. You don't have to be like totally like neutral and standoffish. Like you know, I don't know if you tr- if that's yeah. something that you're trying to to do, which is admirable, but it, I don't think it's entirely necessary all the time. Um, okay. Because like I I understand the fear of wanting to like railroad, but you know. Yeah, like, um, one, of th- one of the things that I want is I want you guys to not feel like I'm trying to walk y'all from clue to clue to clue from point A to point B. I want to give you guys the opportunity to try to figure it out. But I do want you guys to know that if you're, like, my goal as the handler in this game is not to just straight up murder you guys. Because, <laughs> like, I was telling Tabitha this, like... If I was running the adventure that I just ran, like, as written, then I, Cindy should have been blotted out of all existence when she tried to kill uh, Dottie, which is kind of fun, but not as interesting uh, as I think it needed to be. So, like, I, I am going to tweak some things. Um, well, I don't mind being I, railroaded a little bit. Like, if you feel like we need it, we need to be guided to the next place, like, if we're getting frustrated, giving us a little bit of hint. But if you're going to railroad us, don't hide the tracks. Like. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And like earlier this time, I forget exactly what was going on, but like, you know, we're waiting for it to be noon for her to kill herself. You're like, yeah. all right, you're going to do anything about it. I'm like, you know, um, I, I mean, I was just sort of like, I don't see the point of, of asking us that, I guess. Um, I mean, yeah, because it's sort of like we had already talked about how like this needed to happen. So in my headspace, I was already like, okay, well, we have to let her kill herself. And like Esme, Tabitha even said that. And then you're like, yeah. all right, it's 15 minutes till. There's Don't give us the 15 minutes. Just say, all right, it's yeah. noon and she's doing it. I yeah, I, I wasn't completely, sh- I, I wasn't 100% on my end that Cindy had convinced herself that it needed to happen. Uh, okay. I, so that, that was just me making sure that I gave you the opportunity to interfere if you wanted to or not. Um, okay. 
But yeah, I mean, because like, how I read that was there's something you're missing, John, or there's something you're missing, Esme. But it, it, it yeah, in truth, there wasn't, right? There was nothing we were missing. You were just giving us the freedom to make some other choice. I was giving you the freedom to fuck it all up if you wanted to. Okay. Um, yes. Well, and I'm, I understand like, I, giving us that option, but don't give it to us 15 times. Because that feels right. like what what John right, just I think said. It was, you know, it was eleven forty five, and I was like, I was sort of like, should I? Is there anything to do? Should I do anything? And I like spoke that out out, and then um, and then you you're like, okay, so you guys are gonna wait, and then you're like, and then then you just move time ahead a little bit, but it still wasn't new. And I was like, uh, is yeah. he just adding pressure for like us figuring out the thing to do? And you know, I just felt like you know that wasn't. You know, that wasn't your goal. You were just trying to make mm -hmm. sure that we could do something else if we wanted to. But I was pretty yes. sure that, like, on what we had to do, like, I wasn't happy with it because it doesn't make, didn't make a lot of sense to me um, personally. But, you know, uh, seemed like that was what needed to happen. Um, yeah. Yeah. And, like, gen like, I didn't feel this way on the prior arc really so i don't know if it was something sp about like this one and like you know the the mechanics of how the weirdness was happening were kind of maybe vague to i think they were vague to me either for misunderstanding or something else but it also sounded like maybe it's a little bit vague to you as well um so i mean it's definitely re uh, kind of a hard thing to describe uh because it's the same thing happening over and over again to a woman who doesn't remember it happening at all but she has to do the same things over and over again. Uh, yeah. And, you know, like, trying to imagine how that sort of loop interacts with the world outside of it uh, got a little a little weird sometimes, for sure. Um, now, I did like, you know, I didn't like it at the time, but afterwards, like, Cindy losing her arm, I was more okay with. I was like, that's fair. Um, yeah. So, like, I appreciate, like, and it totally making sense for her to not have lost her arm entirely um, in, in how I understand the mechanics of the situation. Like, at the time, like, I was pretty, like, just, I w I'm not going to say angry. I was just sort of, like, lost. I was like, okay, like, it, yeah. I decided that this wall wasn't pushing, wasn't moving, and it seemed like it should. So I just pushed on it until you did something to me bad, which made sense. Um... I was like, at the time I was annoyed, but then like, you know, probably later that night or the next day, I was like, no, I mean, that's, there's stakes, you know, and that's fine for there to be stakes. Yeah. But the problem was still like, well, if we can't stop her from doing it and mm -hmm. Jeremy keeps asking us, well, what are we going to do? And all we can think of do is to do is wait, that that must still be the wrong answer. Um, so that, that is something that happens with and I've seen you and Tabitha both come across, come up to this already, is that sometimes you don't have all of the information, but it feels like you need to act anyway. Uh, and you don't have the opportunity. Like, the first time that y'all went into the house, y'all got a lot of information, but you didn't have all of the information that you needed, but you felt like you had all of the information. Does that make sense? No. So, you, uh, like... When you and Dot, uh, you and Esme were trying to get Dottie out of the house and she wasn't leaving and like it, it felt very, uh, it, it, from what I recall, it seemed to feel kind of arbitrary to you guys what was happening. Um, because 
Uh, I mean, I felt like it was obvious we didn't have all of the information, but it also felt obvious that you were not willing to give us any more information at the house at that time. Yeah, like, why couldn't I go upstairs? Uh, So you... uh, So I didn't have you go upstairs because there wasn't any information about what's upstairs inside the book, so it wasn't very relevant. And then... After we had that break uh, between those two sessions, and I read through it again, I was like, well, the scenario doesn't describe at all where the scroll's at, or where the sundial's at, or... Like, it makes sense to me that uh, Dottie might have some mementos from her time as an archaeologist somewhere in her house. So where would that be? And y'all had kind of explored all of downstairs, so I decided, oh, well, we'll just put it upstairs once you decide to break into upstairs. So uh, it was kind of, that was kind of me realizing that there needed to be more clues than there were, and uh, let like then putting stuff out there like it didn't make sense for that stuff to not already be in be in her house but uh where was it gonna be at so okay so like the first time you tried to go upstairs there there literally wasn't anything upstairs like there was no reason for you to go upstairs like it that doesn't and then later when we went upstairs there needed to be some i had realized that there needed to be something in the house y'all hadn't been upstairs yet so that was just me trying to make the world make sense uh, rather than, oh, you, you know, this stuff appears out of nowhere, which, you know, could kind of make sense with elder Eldritch stuff going on, but it doesn't really, you know. Okay, so that, was that just, makes sense. Yeah, like, at first, yeah, there was nothing upstairs, <laughs> which is why I told you you couldn't go upstairs, because there wasn't anything up there. And then there was, so. Okay. Gotcha. That makes sense. Um, yeah. Um, so, speaking, like, John earlier was speaking about stakes in the game. Um, there are going to be some, uh, uh, there might be some situations in the future that Esme and Cindy are not equipped to deal with at all. Um, I kind of, I kind of hinted at that a little bit when I was talking about the, like, why your, why Cell K was formed, in that, you guys have both been kind of inquisitive, investigative types, but you don't have any sort of combat experience at all. Um, and Delta Green is not really the sort of game where throwing bullets at the problems will solve it, but sometimes that might be what you need. Well, if so, I recall correctly, throwing several hundred pounds of dynamite solves most problems. <laughs> um... One one of the things that I wanted to ask y'all this time around is if you guys wanted to make a couple of characters to be a kill team. This uh like they're sort of agent like I I've kind of um like been thinking that it would be the two agents that you guys have met a couple of times now that you've dropped stuff off with. Um or maybe it'd be other people entirely, but these would be people who have like hardened combat experience that if Esme and Cindy get in a situation where they feel like they're over their heads, then they can call Karen and you know call in a strike team, something like that. 
So these wouldn't be these would be alternate characters that you could play as if you wanted to, or you could just if you found like if you needed to raid a compound, if uh, Cindy and Esme decide that the only way to solve a problem was to raid a facility, uh, these characters would be like backup that you could uh, contact the group and call in for backup. And that way yeah. you could kill our secondary characters and not have to feel bad. Well, it would have, I mean, I think that is certainly one way to read it. I mean, I would not, I, 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 you know, you had mentioned, like, when we started, I think, that Delta Green is a game where you end up making a lot of characters because people die or go insane. Um, right. I'm, I'm not super interested in Cindy being disposable. Um, because I don't want to redo the character creation process, I guess, um, until I feel, you know, she's more developed, more interesting, I guess. Um, right. And that so, was one so of the, the reasons yeah, so, why so I, I, understand I pulled my punch the with the other time. Yeah, so, so, you know, the, um, you know, I'm okay with our characters getting scarred, but I, you know, would rather not have to start over, so I do understand, you know, the, have a, a kill team, as in people that would have skills that we don't have, and also I wouldn't feel too bad if they got killed. Um, yeah, I mean, that, that sounds... As opposed to going into some place where we're un un unequipped, I'd rather play as some other character who I don't care about. Um, yeah. Or that, you know, is intended to be disposable, more or less. Um, yeah, like, I don't plan on these characters being intended to be disposable. Like, I definitely want them to be characters, but right. they're, they're gonna be the muscle, basically. Okay. Um, yeah, I mean, like, I... I, yeah, I can see why it would be helpful to have people like that. So oh, I'll be like, thinking about it, I guess. Yeah, like it, like I, uh, if we had something like that, it would open up a couple of scenarios that, uh, like, like I've been kind of picking scenarios that I feel like Esme and Cindy can handle by themselves. Um, so like, not one where you have to. You know, the answer is put a ton of bullets into a shuddering horror. Uh, like, the very first one was kind of about as close as it's gotten. Like, it could have gone a different direction with uh, uh, Let's Learn to Speak speak Aklo. Uh, but uh, you guys taught uh, the blue man down rather than uh, having him whip out his ghostly Tommy gun to riddle you with faster than light bullets. So... Uh, I guess that's good. <laughs> uh, but, you know, I was reasonably confident that it wouldn't get to that point because that's not how you guys are playing your characters. Like, you guys are playing your characters as, you know, non-combatants, so you're seeking solutions that don't involve violence. Most of the time, unless you're just really frustrated with old ladies. Yeah. Man, both of the people that y'all have tried to kill so far have been women. What does that say about you guys? Well, we are women. I mean, the baddies, the baddies have mostly been women. What does Actually, that say yes, about you, only, Jeremy? Quote, baddies have been so, women, Jeremy. So, so I mean, Dottie is a baddie? A woman trapped inside of a septic tank is a baddie? She well, she did victim. try and murder us as soon as we let her out of the, the septic tank. So I think that qualifies as baddie. Um, 
Would, uh, so y'all did start by trying to pour gasoline on her. I didn't. That was an opening salvo right there, if I've ever seen one. Well, but it's it's harmless <laughs> until we light it, so... It's not. It's carcinogenic. It'll dry your skin out. Yeah, but It'll she's not going to get out. cancer and die that night. She um, might. She was already, like, 400 years old or whatever. Um... <laughs> Yeah, but you know, I I've been looking forward to our to our sessions. Um, I've not been looking forward to the admin, which happens periodically, or the um, some of the some of the gameplay stuff. But but you know, overall, you know, possible. Um, okay. So, um, if that's if that was one of your questions. Uh, it like I mean, it, I'm glad that you're enjoying it. Uh, like it's it's good for me to know the parts of the game that you guys are enjoying because I want to focus on those parts because like that's what is going to yeah. make the game enjoyable for all of us yeah. if I, mean, I so just the, like, do what do Jeremy wants to do like how do you get in the building like what do you look for like what do you check for like I like that stuff um, which we did a little bit of in this, this round